What's going on, guys? Hey, it is the Weekend Wire here on the Culture Jack Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We've got some stuff to talk about. Super excited to be here, guys, and I hope you are ready to listen to some awesome movie news and everything in that world. Some exciting stuff happened over the last week, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I'm going to touch a little bit further into Shang-Chi, and this should be a good episode. A solid one, especially if you're a fan of the MCU. And uh, yeah, let's just dive right into it. Um, We have a new Hawkeye trailer. We have an extended Batman trailer. We have a couple of movies that are coming out here pretty quick, and we've got a picture that I saw that is driving the internet absolutely crazy. And then again, we'll, we will talk about uh, Why the Last Man, and we're going to talk a little bit about Shang-Chi. So let's uh, dive into this chunk of media we're going to cover today. Um before I start off with Hawkeye, guys, if this is your millionth time listening, hit that subscribe button, share the content. It's super easy to do whatever platform you're on. Hit share. We appreciate it here. We've got several shows that come out every single week for you, and uh, we're broadening our horizons uh, with uh, the recent changes we've made, and we've got a lot of cool things planned. So uh, you're going to want to stick around. Let's dive into some Hawkeye, shall we? This show to me, We've been waiting and waiting and waiting. I've mentioned it, I believe, in maybe the last podcast or the podcast before. Um, where the hell is the Hawkeye teaser trailer? We know Clinton Barton, a.k.a. Jeremy Renner, is reprising his role as Hawkeye. And we know that Kate Bishop's coming. And we know that there's the TV show and, and so forth and so on. So if you guys haven't seen the trailer, I don't know what to tell you. You should have saw it already. <laughs> Um, This is uh, the setup for this trailer, in my opinion, is like a classic Christmas movie where the character, a.k.a. Clinton Barton, has his family. They look like they're in New York. They're doing stuff. Some something happens and he is going to fight his way home on Christmas, a.k.a. the diehard story, the kind of the home alone thing going on. It works super well. And to get it in a series with Hawkeye on Disney Plus here in the next couple of months is going to be freaking incredible. We're also going to get a full introduction to Kate Bishop, which I appreciate. If you guys, again, watch the trailer, you've got the seasoned Avenger, the vet, Clinton Barton, who is quasi-retired and what we believe wants to live his life with his family. And you've got this uh, professional archer, not a professional superhero, not an Avenger, Kate Bishop. And I strongly believe the story that's going to be told with both of these individuals is going to be awesome. Now, one of the main trigger points in the trailer was because Clinton Barton was Ronan there for a hot minute, you know, seeking vengeance and and doing all this crazy shenanigans. uh, They're, is a group of individuals that are after him. And then we also see uh, Kate Bishop take the mantle on as Ronan doing, we're not quite sure what's going on there, Um, but nonetheless, it should be pretty wicked because they join forces. 
Now, we know Yelena Belova is also a character we may or may not see, but we know she's en route to get Clinton Barton. If you guys didn't see Black Widow, there you go. That's the extra credit. There, the extra credit, the credit scene, one of the end credits. We also got to see Rogers the musical, which is cool. I I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Um, which you know is is the Captain America musical, which is great. Um, the Bartons' first Christmas. You know, we've got the the whole family sitting at the table. We've got other just so much happened in this trailer in conjunction with some funny stuff. You've got the uh, tracksuit gang or tracksuit mafia, as they're referred to, messing with them, throws the Molotov cocktail in. He throws it back. I absolutely love that. Um, Let's see. We've got Haley Steinfeld, or Steinfeld, like I mentioned before, who's going to take on Kate Bishop, which is a new character to the MCU. There's There's all kinds of just goodness with this. Also, uh, Clint, or wait, wait, what am I reading here? Um, Echo is supposed to make her first appearance in this as well, or, or does to some degree, I guess, which is a character from Dare, or was introduced in Daredevil, which is awesome. Um, there's, It's just got so much out of this little first trailer that dropped. Uh, it, it's just going to be great. Uh, you're going to have the old guy, which is Hawkeye, the new guy, the new gal, which is, um, uh, Jesus, I just lost my, I just lost my train of thought mid sentence. Uh, you, you've got the old guard with the new, it's just going to be a fun mashup. What, what I'm envisioning is Clint Barton, uh, you know, trying to get out of it. She's trying to get in it. She's going to have a lot of follies and a lot of things to learn from, from Hawkeye and it's going to be a fun winter show. I am freaking stoked. Um, we also get to see, I believe Eleanor Bish, uh, I could be wrong there. You got sequences of Rockefeller center, um, and just all kinds of stuff going on in this. Uh, we also get to see lucky. I believe, I believe it's lucky focused on lucky, the pizza dog, which was a character from the comic books as well. And so much more. So I don't want to. I don't want to just keep kind of cruising on the on the same thing. We're going to see a lot more of Hawkeye here in the near future because it's coming out November twenty fourth. Here we are in mid September. So I would be willing to bet the turn of the month or into early October we're going to see another trailer and another trailer, and it's just going to blow up, uh, gearing everybody for the show, and rightfully so because it's going to be epic. I am super stoked because we're getting what Eternals a week before, two weeks before, and then we're jumping into this. Marvel has well has placed their their uh, <laughs> movies and shows uh, just perfect timing, man. I'm super stoked. So, uh, what are, what are you guys' first thoughts on the Hawkeye trailer? Drop a comment down below. So as I was getting prepared for this show, I was writing down some stuff that I'm going to be talking about. I uh, popped on good old YouTube to watch something unrelated, and I saw an extended new Batman trailer, which it just looks badass, okay? You're getting more of the motorcycle stuff. You're getting more of the car stuff. You're getting more of the Batman Robert Pattinson, 
Matt Reeves story that's kind of going on, a little bit of the penguin, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, building up for what is going to be awesome. Now, it still is coming into theaters in 2022. Hopefully, the date doesn't change and then we lose our asses with timing and we what have you. I am genuinely excited for this adaptation of Batman, this change, because we also know that the Flashpoint movie's coming and we get to see the the, the 89 Batman or 80s Batman with Michael Keaton. Um, there's a lot of rumors of Ben Affleck being in that movie and where are they going to go with these stories and are they going to have them continue independently? Because that's the one thing with with DC right now is it's like, I hope that we get to see Joaquin Phoenix reprise the role as Joker in the near future. Uh, I hope uh, this Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson adaptation of Batman is killer. And we get to see a couple of movies as opposed to these like one shots, which are cool, but it leaves you, it leaves you wanting more and knowing that you're not going to get that is kind of a letdown or knowing that the story doesn't continue. The characters don't continue in my opinion, um, builds a limited audience as opposed to having that longevity to where like, Oh, they're going to do a number two or number three or whatever, whatever they're on. You know, they've got a new Aquaman coming out and much more, but I'm, I am genuinely excited for this new dark version of the Batman. And I, but yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I can't wait to see more. So, a couple of cool things that's coming on the docket here pretty quick. I mentioned in a, mentioned one of them before, but the other, I think, just changed its date. We've got Venom, Let There Be Carnage, dropping the first, which is absolutely badass. So we have a brand new freaking Venom coming October 1st, a couple of weeks away. And in addition to that, we have a movie that I have been just uh, let me let me look this back up um i have been patiently waiting for um and its dates have changed and most recently it changed to to our benefit and that is the many saints of newark if you're not familiar with this this is the uh uh Let's see. This is the kind of the prequel or or story before Tony Soprano became Tony Soprano in the Soprano show, of course, before he was the uh, middle aged or heading into middle age, I should say. Uh, um, mob boss of New Jersey and, and whatnot. So with that being said, we get Tony Soprano's because as unfortunately, we, we lost James Gandolfini years ago. and. It's very cool because his son is going to take on his role in this movie as a young Tony Soprano, which is totally appropriate. They they uh, look, uh, of course, very similar. So it's not one of those situations where they cast his son and he doesn't look anything like him or whatever. Um, so that is super freaking exciting. Um, in addition to that, you've got John Bernthal. You've got other characters returning which again, it's just like, hell yes. So with all of that being said, it's dropping also October 1st. So Venom and uh, many saints of Newark are dropping at the same day. So October is going to be 
a busy freaking day, which is awesome. Super excited for, uh, for both of those movies. You know, I, the funny thing with Venom before, before I kind of keep moving on here, um, is I, I follow a lot of people on, uh, social media, like many of you do. And I feel like the, uh, the character or not, excuse me, not characters, the comic book community. And that's, that's a lot of who I, who I follow it. They're being quite critical of this and they're not, they're not saying very nice things about it. Um, they don't like the way that, you know, Tom Hardy's venom is, they don't like this. They don't like this. I don't care. I'm genuinely excited to see this. I like Tom Hardy's venom. I liked how it was kind of a different approach. I like Woody Harrelson, um, the, the way that they're creating carnage and, uh, the character, the actress and, and character of shriek looks like she's going to be introduced. That's freaking awesome build this thing out. Sony, you know, run with it. We, we know that Morbius is coming with an unknown date. The date on that, it's like, come on, give us Morbius. They're supposedly working on Craven. Keep building out these, these villain movies and, and, and shows. It's just good fodder for the DC world again, or not, excuse me, not DC. That is uh, misspoken. The Sony MCU stuff. So October is going to be a very nice kickoff. Um, and then of course we got the Eternals coming in November. I mean, there's, there's a lot of really cool stuff happening right now. So let me look this picture up because this is pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, let me look this up here. Bum, bum, bum. And I don't know if you guys saw this. Okay, so I was on IG earlier. I was on IG. Let's see what this says. Earlier, a day ago or two days ago. And recently, I think it was Oscar Isaac. So we're going to talk about a Moon Knight thing that is a photo that was posted that is going fucking bonkers right now. So Moon Knight is in production. We all know that. We know Oscar Isaac is taking on the mantle of Moon Knight. We know that Ethan Hawke's in it. It's unconfirmed on what role Ethan Hawke is currently playing, um, but it's awesome to have Ethan Hawke in there. I mean, the dude's a veteran actor. He's done a ton of things in his career, but that's been confirmed. Recently, it was actually a couple of days ago now, but recently there was a poster or a poster, a picture posted. I believe it was on IG. That's where I saw it was on IG. And it is going bonkers. Why? Well, you've got Oscar Isaac flipping off the camera. Okay, cool. You've got, you know, they're just they're just fucking around. You've also got Ethan Hawke, which is like, okay, they're doing some Moon Knight shit. But wait, there's more. Why is William Defoe in the picture? AKA the green motherfucking goblin. So this thing is just getting crazy. So um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy. So there's so much speculation going around this is the green goblin in this, who knows, but it's still an awesome picture. And it's great to think that, you know, we got moon Knight, 
We've got Ethan Hawke, who's also playing a big bad, I guess, is what we were told or what we're assuming. And possibly Green Goblin. Bring that shit on. Bring it on. Or is he just reprising his role as Norman Osborn pre uh Green Goblin. I don't know. We'll have to uh we'll have to see when it comes out. It's fun to speculate and assume and and to guess those kinds of things in my opinion. I like to. Uh but a picture like that is definitely a possible indicator that it could be um it it could lead us to something, right? So we'll have to see. Let's see what else do I got on my list? Uh let's see we talked about Hawkeye, Batman, Venom. Many Sense of New York, Moon Knight picture. Let's dive into a little bit of Shang-Chi, and then I'm going to talk to you about a show that's out right now that is at just badass. Um, so as I mentioned in last week's Weekend Wire, I got the opportunity to go see Shang-Chi, which is just going to the theater and fucking watching the movie. It's nothing fancy. So if you want to see it, it's it's in the theater. Go watch it. Um, I'm not going to go into grave details at this time um i'm i'm uh gonna see if my partner in crime and i know he's listening sees this because i want to i want to do a uh, maybe a recap phone call or or something because this is a, a pretty big movie but uh i will have some spoilers in what i'm about to talk about so if you guys haven't seen seen shang chu chi shang chu uh, Shang-Chi, you may not want to listen. Again, I'm not going to go into grave detail. I'm not going to tear the movie apart uh, at this time, here in the near future, possibly. But there's so much coming out, guys. It's going to be hard to uh, keep up with. So, anyways, Shang-Chi, the movie, I loved it. I The, the plot on it and the way the story was told, in my opinion, um, was very even keel. And that, to be completely honest... I was highly concerned about that because of the way that they started building it up there. This is a very kind of kind hearted uh, characters. There's funny stuff. There's goofy stuff. You've got Shang Chi, which is Simo Lu. Uh, you've got Katie, you've got uh, the Mandarin, you've got Liko Wu. Uh, and I'm fucking up. I'm sure a bunch of these names, Razor Fist, a lot of different characters that are in this show, but Ultimately, the main part of the story is about Shang-Chi and Katie and their relationship. And then, of course, uh, Shang-Chi's sister, which you get introduced to as well. Um, And then his dad and the mom. And it tells the full story within this movie in a very nice and clean way. It wasn't over. In my opinion, it wasn't super complicated. Um, The characters were very well casted, which uh, to me, throughout the whole movie, I was like, fuck, these guys nailed it with these characters and the actors and actresses that play this. Because sometimes, it, you know, and I'm not talking down or, or shit about anybody, but sometimes when you watch some of these movies, you're just like, yeah, I don't care as much about the character. Maybe it's the casting. Maybe it's the way it was written or what have you. But these characters, Katie and Shang-Chi in this movie, very likable characters. They it appeared as though like they were friends for a very long time and that plays a important part in their relationship and what you see on screen and as that evolves 
And as the story evolves, you get to see the relationship get challenged and then you get to see a lot of other stuff. But you also get to see the, the relationship with the other characters start to build with his sister, with his dad, the resentment, the stories behind uh, his dad, the the uh, I'm going to say Mandarin, but it's not the Mandarin. Um, but you understand the legend of the Ten Rings as a whole, which is extremely important. Um, you also get to see a bunch of cool stuff. I mean, you get Abomination and Wong, and you get to see that they're they're like buddies. And the way that that scene played out was awesome. Um, long story short, Shang Chi, uh, Katie end up ultimately going on this short adventure because their dad, uh, Shang Chi's dad, is after him, and you're not a hundred percent sure why he doesn't want a part of that because he was trained to be this like warlord type character, this holder of the 10 rings, the one that like pretty much does whatever the fuck he wants. And he didn't want a part of it. He ran away air quote while on a mission and his dad has called for him. So he reunites with his sister uh, based on some information that I guess wasn't very true. And anyways, sister, brother, Katie get together. Uh, end up getting kind of held against their will with their dad, their dad, which again, I'm not going to go into granular detail here, but the story that they tell for his dad was incredible because I was like waiting for some bullshit to happen with the story where it was going to get ultra powerful or it was going to get wonky. It didn't. Ultimately, the story with his dad is a story of passion and love, misunderstanding, a man of great power for a very long time that believes that he can bring his wife who passed from poor decisions he made uh, when Shang-Chi and his sister were kids back to life because this demon in a cave. And I'll leave it, I'll leave it there with, I guess, some of the story details. Uh, Cause again, I don't want to ruin it too much. So if you're listening to me this for that may have ruined some of it for you, uh, but there's a lot of, fun and cool surprises to include the return of Trevor Slattery, AKA the Mandarin, which I thought was a very smart move on, on uh, the writers or director, whoever made that call. Maybe it was Kevin Feige. I don't fucking know. Um, Great to see that they elected to bring him back in because of the character he portrayed back in Iron Man. Uh, so well done there. Again, I, I spoke about Razor Fist before. Razor Fist is in there. All the characters that I felt like in this whole story were very well done. Uh, the mom, the the dad, the Shang-Chi, the friend, just just everything. And in the end of the movie, or or toward the end of the movie, and I'm not going to ruin the end credits, so... Um, the battles and, and what happens at the, uh, I guess, the, the, the catalysm, uh, the cataclysm that is created because of what was happening was very well done. It was, I, I was expecting one thing. I'm like, oh, they're going to take the easy way out. And they didn't. Um, and it evolved into, again, a very well told story. Uh, there, there were some goofy, quirky things in it. And uh, that's to be expected. So, that's Shang-Chi, um, a little bit of comic book relation with this, just so I can kind of nerd out with you for a moment. Um, Shang-Chi was originally introduced from special Marvel editions number 15, 
uh, comic book. Now, this comic book has never really done, you know, great numbers as far as value goes and everything. But in this issue, it was the first appearance of Shang-Chi, the master of Kung Fu. First appearance of Sir Dennis Nayland Smith. First appearance of Fu Manchu, father of Shang-Chi, renamed Han, then Zhang Zhu, which is, that's that's more of the character that you actually get in the movie. Um, and then you'll learn about the actual manner and stuff. First team appearance of C. Fan, a secret society with uh, allegiances with Fu Manchu. I wish I wish they were using Fu Manchu throughout the movie. Uh, the name, anyways. First appearance of Shang Chi's unnamed mother, an American, later reconned uh, in Shang Chi number four, and that's that's where this character comes from and his dad. And obviously, they don't the they generally do not have direct adaptations from the comic books. Um, but it was cool to see uh, and kind of review this. I actually own a copy of that comic book. Um, you've got Marvel Special Editions, number 16. That's the second appearance of Shang-Chi, first appearance of Midnight Sun, a highly trained martial artist. You've got uh, Masters of Kung Fu 115, which is the first appearance of Death Dealer, an assassin and former member of MI6, which is actually cool. Um, there's, there is some uh, cool stuff. Uh, I don't know if I would say it. They didn't really go into details on that, but there was some cool stuff around that, uh, which is also related to it. Um, you got Tales of Suspense, which number 50, pretty expensive comic book. Most of these are fairly expensive comic books. Uh, that was the first appearance of the Mandarin. Um, you've got Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. So this is a funny spec with, uh, with this movie prior to it coming out. And that was a lot of speculation on all these other characters. First appearance of white tiger, the first Puerto Rican superhero in comic book history. Uh, first Latino superhero created by Marvel. So it's an older book. Most of these books are older. Some of these, um, let me keep going here. I was going to say, I'll mention some modern books, but probably not. Most of these are seventies, eighties books. Uh, Masters of Kung Fu number 29 First appearance of Razor Fist. That book is actually blowing up. Before, wasn't that expensive. It was cool to see the character in the movie. That's that's where I'm going with this stuff. I mean, these books have been sitting on shelves for a long time. Uh, some of them have held quite a bit of value. I mean, the first appearance of Mandarin, that, that's been a spending book for quite a while. Um, and some of these other books. Uh, I've mentioned this one before. Tales to Astonish, number 90. This was the first appearance in Origin of Abomination. Emil Blonsky, and which is predominantly the Har the Hulk's arch rival, right? And then there was a first appearance of Byra, the Atlantean rival, to name more as well within this book. And that book's really climbed uh, quite a bit. Um, Strange Tales number ten, which has Doctor Strange, first appearance of Doctor Strange. That's a very extent, uh, very very expensive book, but it also had the first appearance of Wong, Doctor Strange's assistant. Which to see Wong in this movie was cool. Now it was it was quite limited, um, but to see the abomination and Wong in the sequence or in the scenes that they were in, which again was limited, was fucking awesome. I love seeing those little those little add-ins there, and to see that they were kind of buddy buddy, fantastic. So I'll end it there. I don't want to I don't want to keep going into the Shang Chi stuff because I could sit here for probably forty five minutes, kind of dissecting some of the other thoughts and items and characters. Um, the, the point of sharing some of the comic book stuff is that's the lineage of the characters that we see on screen here. And I, I find it important, uh, really important 
in fact, to at least kind of understand that these these characters have been around for a long time. There's a good chance maybe you read some of this stuff or your brother, your cousin, your, you know, could be your dad, depending on your age. Um, but it's it's just freaking awesome to think about that. And then, you know, the the success of Shang-Chi, it's still doing very, very well uh, for the these COVID times in the movies. Um, but nonetheless, it's, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see. And of course, uh, maybe a spoiler. I don't know why it would be at this point, because I assume this before I even watch it. Um, the Shang-Chi to see where he goes from here is pretty exciting. As far as I'm concerned, I, I feel like that's a pretty exciting, uh, Pretty exciting to see what happens with the character and kind of what goes on with him. Um, he, I guess, I'll, well, no, I, I won't ruin it. I won't ruin it. We'll just say that he's going to have a life beyond Shang-Chi the movie, <laughs> which I'm sure, again, you probably assume that. So let me let me uh, wrap up with a show that I just recently got into. Why? The Last Man. Now, I was quasi familiar with this because of a uh, a, a few weeks ago, maybe a few, uh, maybe a month and a half and ago. Now, I was uh, picking up some comic books, looking at some different things, and this book actually showed up TPD on the trade paperback. And the guy that was selling it, who who does a great job, kind of explaining certain things in a very limited amount of time. Like, shit, that sounds pretty cool. Unfortunately, it was a giveaway and that someone else won it. And I was like, damn, man. And I started looking for it and I couldn't really find much. And then I saw the trailer. Uh, I believe it's on FX on Hulu and was like, oh, shit. And I told my wife about it. Well, we have been watching this, guys. So this was a I'm not sure if it was a trade paperback first or a comic, uh, but there is comic books for this from Vertigo. And it is pretty awesome. Uh, the premiere issue series was created by Brian Vaughn. And it's essentially, without really ruining the show for you, because I'm still watching it, is a set of events happen and men, women, and children die, but all of the men are dead except for one. And I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. But it's a pretty cool story. You've got, I think, Diane Lane's in it and a couple of other new up-and-coming actresses and, and a actor because guess what? There's only one guy that makes it through this uh, through this catastrophic event. But it does do some build-up for it, so it does, exp- or it does show you the event. Now, generally speaking, in today's TV and movies, you either get the event or you just post the event. So you get to actually live through part of the event there. There's also some pretty badass characters in this, at least as far as I've gotten with the show so far. And I'm like, golly, they're stacking the cards. They're really kind of building this thing up. And I'm excited to continue watching it. So, again, it's called Why the Last Man. This is available on FX via Hulu. So if you've got that Disney Plus Hulu ESPN, blah, 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 you got that thing. You got the show. It is an adult-oriented show because there's a lot of death. Uh, when when the event happens, people are dying, right? And that's that's essentially what happens. Everybody dies, or the bulk of people die, which causes a lot of other issues outside of the death and mayhem with losing friends, family, you know, so forth and so on. Well, infrastructure starts 
folding as well. And it almost becomes this uh, post-apocalyptic situation. Um, and it's just now unfolding, guys. So I'm super stoked to see where this goes. There's also a little monkey. Dude's got a, a monkey. That's his pet, the guy. So you got a monkey. You got a post-apocalyptic story. One dude and tons of women. Why wouldn't you want to watch this show? So just get on to right after this episode. Just turn on FX. Turn on Hulu. Check it out. Drop a comment down below. Tell me how great it was. And you can thank me later, guys. That's that's pretty much it. So I'll just leave it at that. You know, I mean, what else do you want from me? <laughs> that's it, guys. Uh, anyway, so we talked about the Hawkeye trailer. Check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Super stoked to see uh, Kate Bishop take on the role of, or uh, take the torch from Clinton Barton. Uh, we've got the new Batman extended trailer. I'm super stoked for that. Can't wait to see more. I'm hoping that they can solidify the date and stop putting fucking 2022 or question mark zero question mark question mark. Um, we got Venom. Let there be carnage. We've got many Saints of New York coming out October 1st. We've got a uh, possible rumor mill. Could be it could be all fake. Could be William Defoe could have just been hanging out with Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. Maybe that's what it was. Um, kind of an extended little education for you on Shang-Chi. And then Why the Last Man? That's the weekend wire for you guys. So again, hit that subscribe button if this is your first time listening to the podcast. If this is your 10th time, 100th time. It's that time to start sharing and caring. Uh, you know, drop a review. That means a lot to us. Regardless of what platform you listen to, the Culture Jack podcast, uh, it helps our algorithm. And that's what we got for today's show here on The Weekend Wire. I'm Anthony. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Culture Jack Podcast. We'll catch up with you in the next episode.